Teacher friends, do you know what happens at this point in the year? We start looking ahead already to when is the next school break? Or we start thinking about when is the start to a new quarter? When is the start to a new month? Or when is the start to a whole new school year? And I think sometimes we have to ask ourselves, well, what can we do right here, right now? What can we do this month? What can we do today? What can we do this week? And in this episode of the This Teacher Life podcast, I invited my friend CJ Reynolds to the episode. He is a West Philadelphia teacher who is bringing the heat when it comes to, guys, we can maximize this moment by making some small changes to our everyday life. Him and I geek out during this conversation and I am just so confident if you stick around for the next 20 or so minutes, you are going to feel so good about what is to come for you during this school year as a teacher, but also for you as a human. So let's hit it and roll the intro. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education Celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast this teacher life. All right, teacher friends, I am hanging out with the incredible CJ Reynolds. You might know him as Real Rap with Reynolds. We're just two teachers talking about real life things because as we know, As teachers, we have lives outside of our classrooms. We're passionate about things outside of just being classroom teachers. And we're just here trying to humanize this profession after a few super crazy years, including this one. So CJ, I'm very excited to have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Monica. I appreciate it. I love this stuff. I know. And I think it's fun because you are super relatable and just fun to watch on Instagram. And um, you're one of those people who, as you connect with students and as you talk about some of the quirky things you do, it's like this guy and I, if I lived on the East Coast, I would do one of those things that are so popular on Instagram, like meet up in real life kind of things. Um, We're nowhere near each other, but... We're going to have this moment here with hopefully lots of listeners. Yes. Awesome. Yes, for sure. It is. Uh, it, but but that, that's part of like the awesome thing about social is like, like I would never know about so many people that are doing cool stuff. Like some friends I've met and that are like really close to me now uh, that I've never met like in real life, but that's all because of like social media. And I, that's a part of it that I really love anyway. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I found with these podcast episodes too, is when, when this conversation is going through the airwaves of cars as teachers are on their commute or doing a morning workout or something like this, it's just super relatable. And you wanted to talk about something that I'm really passionate about as well. I call them life hacks. You used a much fancier term. What do you call these? Human optimization. Human optimization. I I can't wait to hear your definition of that. Well, like, first of all, when, so when I saw your email and you were like, what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, this is the only thing I'm looking into right now because, <laughs> because the, like every year, right. You thought 2019, 2020 school year was nuts. This is the craziest year ever. Then mm-hmm. last year we were virtual the whole year. And I thought like, this is the craziest year ever. Then I go back this year and I'm like, no, I, I like, I keep outdoing myself. I don't know yes. what's going on, but if you are not optimized this year will destroy you. And mm-hmm. and so it's something I've been interested in for a long time, which is really just like figuring out how to be the best version of yourself. Right. So, yeah. but when the stakes get raised, you need to like, remember that what you, what got you here is not going to get you to the next place, right? You need mm-hmm. to up your game. And that's been really a fascinating, like that, that is how I'm looking at this school year is like, what, what do I need to do to, to level up? What do I need to do to not just survive, but to thrive the school year? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so that's where I'm at right now. With, with this. I love it. I think that's a, I think that's a really great mindset to have. So give me like, like a practical idea that CJ, not as a teacher, but like CJ as just a guy is is using to kind of hack your life so that you are able to go to the next level like what does that what does that look like sound like or feel like for you yeah so i'm like you i have you know teaching is my only full-time job it's like this whole um real rap with reynolds thing that we do which you know you know i do i get a lot of emails that people from people that think i'm a rapper um i also (laughs) get a lot of emails where people call me ryan all the time and i'm just like nope that's the other that's the other rounds but uh it's, there's a lot to do in a given day. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I have two kids. I have a dog that constantly wants my attention. She's like literally <laughs> sitting outside of my office door right now, like breathing fog on the glass. <laughs> um, so it's like, so that's, there's so many things to do. I think part of it is narrowing down what do you, what's actually important for you to do. Mm-hmm. And then really creating boundaries. Like I, am only ever where my feet are. So if I'm hanging with my kids, I'm not on my phone. I'm not half talking to my wife. I'm not petting the dog. I'm only with my kids mm-hmm. or when I'm with my dog, I give, I give that dude my, my full attention. Right. So if I'm at the park and we're throwing the Frisbee, um, I'm not like doing something else. I'm just present with my dog. And then I do that with everything. I do that. Like my kids know that like when the office door is closed, It has to be an emergency if you need to talk to dad, because I need this, like uh, what I read in a book, it's called the tight bubble of total focus. It's like, you're just Mm. doing the thing you're doing. And then I, that's all on my schedule. Like hanging Mm -hmm. out with my kids is on my schedule, which drives my family crazy because they think that's so dumb. But I'm like, no, if I don't put it on the schedule, like I play Fortnite with my son every day and it's, and you know, there's grace and there's movement in the schedule, but like, it's so that I can be in those places. And then I don't have to think about 
you know, something else because I know that when I'm there, I'm only doing that. So mm-hmm. those are like two things that have really helped me pare things down this year and really get more done and feel not so overwhelmed about everything in my life. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's crazy because I feel like, I don't know if I've ever met somebody who is this closely aligned in a calendar philosophy. Like I, I schedule everything, including like, absolutely. Like what you are describing, I have, I call it my hour by hour and every single hour segment is filled with, with what I'm going to do. And that includes things like grocery shopping or hanging out with family, because I think you know, as teachers, we know that if we don't schedule it, it's going to become that, oh, one day I'll do that. Or maybe we'll get to that on a, like a Wednesday. But I think that's, it's super powerful. So you kind of scheduling time, how have you seen that positively benefit your life? I get more done. I mean, so like when I, mm-hmm. like, nothing's by accident, everything is on purpose. Yeah. Um, so when I get up in the morning, um, it's like, it's like a race, right? So like, uh, and, and like, it's, it's almost gamified, right? So like, if I mm-hmm. wake up right now, I'm waking up at, um, cause the clock shifted, I was yes. waking up at 545, but now I wake up at 445 cause I'm already used to that. So I don't need to like buffer that. Mm-hmm. So get up at 445, but then everything is systematized in my life so that I am trying to gain minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And those minutes in the morning really just mean that I get to read and drink more coffee. So Mm -hmm. then that allows me to fit all that stuff in. Then I go to school and I'm not like frantic, right? I didn't like Mm -hmm. jump out of bed and get ready real quick and then like drive my car frantically to school. It's like I get to move at a rhythm that is appropriate for me and that feels good for me. And then I get Mm -hmm. to school and I'm ready. But then I guard that time because we know once you're at school, I mean, kids will take up every moment. People will take up it. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm like, bro, you already know what's going on, man. Like my door's locked. I get my mm-hmm. stuff. I go hide in this room. I hide in the <laughs> closet in the basement of the school. I've know, seen that. Know. Yeah. So, uh, but it's like, it's, it allows you to get more done because you're scheduling these things out. Um, and it allows like a level of peace because you know you're going to get that done because you have it scheduled for 2.10 this afternoon and you mm-hmm. can get it done. So I've got a question then because this is like, it's mind-blowing how closely linked we are on this concept. So I don't know if somebody has ever said this to you and I'm curious what your feedback or comeback would be is that Monica, when you are living and breathing by a schedule, it starts to feel automated. It starts to feel robotic. And like, you can't schedule people. You and I are both, I know, very relationship-driven people. And so sometimes you can't schedule relationships, right? Like these, these moments matter with kids and these moments matter with the people that we love. So how do you kind of combat that almost robotic nature of how it's perceived when we're scheduling things. Yeah. So that's really important because I do like I, but here's the thing. I'm I'm so relational that if I don't schedule it, then I'll talk to people forever. Like Mm. I, we go out for drinks or dinner or coffee with school. I'm the last person to leave every time. Um, And I'm just, I'm like, the second oldest teacher in my school. So it already looks like somebody brought their dad with them out for drinks <laughs> anyway. 
But like, I, um, I, I just, I love that stuff. So I need to like put the reins on myself. Mm. Otherwise I'll never get anything done at school. So what I'll do is like, if someone needs to speak to me, there's always like people are, are number one. Students are number one, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the number one thing or people that need something, but you'll, you know, everybody has these folks that like my friends and I refer to them as EGRs, like they're extra grace required. They're people that just mm-hmm. need an extra something from you. But those folks can also be kind of a black hole of attention too. Right. So like you're, you're what you're doing when you're scheduling things out is you're putting boundaries on that time and then saying like hey let me check in with you later and then you can move some things around i I, it does seem robotic but uh you know jocko willing says that discipline equals freedom and that Mm. when you're disciplining those things out then you're allowing more time to get stuff done uh and if it gets if it starts getting like too much like like you're living this robotic existence then change it up like i don't Mm -hmm. like it's just that i have a schedule it's not that the schedule has to say the same there are certain things that i know i benefit from like when i work out when i pray when i meditate like those things never move unless Mm -hmm. something happens but Mm -hmm. like uh everything else if you feel like it's getting stale then change it that's Mm -hmm. what i think yeah uh well i I think what you brought up are some like non-negotiables. And I think that is really, that's really interesting. So for you, your prayer meditation workout, when have you found that this is the non-negotiable space? Mine is my first hour and a half of the day. Yeah. What works for CJ? Yeah. Same thing. It has to be yeah. the beginning of the day. Cause, cause I, I mean, I like praying and meditating. I hate working out so much. Same, like every time dude. I take it from a run, my wife's like, how was your run? And I'm just like, that's what my wife really sounds like. To, no, I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, so like, how was your run? And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it every day. Like, it mm-hmm. just sucks. Um, I very rarely am on a run. I'm like, man, glad I got out here this morning. I'm like, no, it's cold. Yes. It's dark. Like friggin' I tripped over everything. So mm-hmm. it has to happen in the beginning of the day. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. If I yep. put it off till later, later never happens for me. Yeah. So that's when I have to do it. Yeah. No, I agree. The best part of a workout is when it's over. That's the best part. Absolutely. Oh man. Well, I also think, you know, and it's, it sounds cliche, but I 100% buy into this cliche. If that's what it is, like we win our days by winning our mornings. And if we can get that momentum, especially on a Monday, how do you feel about when the first day of the month falls on a Monday. Cause I geek out over that. I'm like, Oh, in November, November 1st fell on a Monday. And I was like, first day of a new month, first day of a new week. Like it's earth shattering. It's really, I, I ne- I've never thought of it like that. I do. I do track everything I do. Like I use an app to track yes. my things and make sure that I do it all. Um, but that kind of role that, that doesn't look at the calendar. It just looks at date like the days just never end it's monday tuesday wednesday and so uh-huh. on um but i i love that what is it about that that makes you so excited i think it's the the fresh start fresh yeah. month fresh week like fresh perspective yeah. um i th- th- there's something geeky about it now i'm geeking out over what is your app because i track my behaviors as well i do it in a journal and i get like a check or a minus each day yep. so some like for some like monthly things that I love, what is this app that you are I use, using? Uh, Habit Share. Okay. You can just do your own stuff. 
So I weigh myself every day, pray and meditate, uh, morning affirmations, read and listen to something, supplements, probiotics, exercise, kid time. It's like, and then all you do is click the bubble every day when you do it. And then it starts tracking and telling you like, Hey, this week you did like, this was your percentage of on. Cause you know, sometimes things get messed up, Yeah, but I like that accountability of like touching the little thing and it turns green. And then I can see my readout for the day, mm-hmm. uh, is, is fun. So do you get, do you get crazy? Like at the new year too? And, um, like, do you plan like your year out? Do you like, how do you do, do Great you question. Do yeah, no, I I actually just did an episode about that back in January with regards to we talk about resolutions, we talk about goals. I think like I'm very habit oriented. And yeah. it's not just word choice. I think there's a drastic difference between a resolution and a habit. So yeah. for me, it's not like I'm going to do this this year. It's a, I'm going to develop this habit this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has been a game changer for me. What it, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I do. So I look at, um, I look at, so this is a bit more, but like I have, my whole life is planned out, right? So like mm-hmm. I have like a vision of like what I'm building my business and my life towards. Yes. And, and it has been as much as possible reverse engineered. And so then I look at like, I'll look at this upcoming year and about four weeks out, I'll look at like what happened. Um, there's so many people are going to either people are going to get excited about this or going to be like, this is the dumbest. User. No, People are either on like, our team right now and geeking yeah. out with us or they're like, God, this is terrible. This is way so too systematic. Work. Yeah. <laughs> like, But I'll look at like what worked this last year and yeah. what didn't. Right. So like what workouts were and, and this is it's a bit of a year to, to do that on because, mm-hmm. because of COVID and stuff like that. But what worked, what didn't work, what people did I, you know, I just like what systems worked and what didn't. And then I can readjust for this upcoming year and think of like, what do I want to achieve this year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tony Robbins talks about this idea of people overestimate what they can get done in a day, a week or a month, but they underestimate what they can get done in a year, five years and 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's planning out and thinking like, where do we want the business to be at the end of this year? Um, Mm -hmm. how many people do we want working for us? How many, how much, how do we want to scale this? What do I want? What's like my teacher bucket list look like this year? So like, what do I want? Who can I reach out to? Who can I DM? What trips can I take my students on? And then I do that for my family. I do that for my business. I Mm -hmm. do that for school and I do that for myself every year. And I think it's exciting to do that. You're like, you're like, no, well, where do we want to go on vacation? And then or what goals do I want to reach that are a little bit crazy, but like I can get to that by the end of the year. That's mm-hmm. so fun because it just yes. makes me look forward to my year more. When I Absolutely. That. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally believe that. So I guess to kind of, if people are still listening, but maybe they're not on our same wavelength, this is maybe a foreign concept for them because they're not, they're not into necessarily life hacks or life optimization or which human optimization, as you yeah. called it, what would be like the number one takeaway, like the number one tip where you're like, this is it. Like, this is the final message. I, I think, you know, everybody has, people have dreams, right? They have things that they want to attain. I think it's giving yourself permission 
to dream about things, to just sit down, whether it's with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, just by yourself and just dream out like, if this year was awesome, what would it be like? Mm. But then attaching goals to that. Like, so what do I need to do? So like, I have uh, things that I want to purchase by the end of the year. I have uh, experiences I want to have with my family by the end of the year. I have things I want to achieve myself by the end of the year. And then just when you reverse engineer those ideas, you can start putting dates to them. And then that holds you accountable and you figure out like, well, how am I going to do this in this amount of time? Um, I think Ray Dalio has this idea of like, what if you had to make your five-year goals happen in the next six months, right? Which is crazy. Mm. And a lot of us couldn't do it. Um, but it allows you to think a different way of like, well, what could I do that could be awesome? And really, I could make happen this school year, this business year, this family year. And to me, that's that's what it's about. Starting with that kind of fun dreaming process and then just thinking, well, what if we did this? How would we how would it happen? And mm -hmm. that to me is is I just think that that's the most fun thing to do every year. Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, this has been a blast. If nothing else, I think people are walking away with the fact that people do think like this. I know a lot of people are are here with us right now, but I think that final takeaway just to sit and say like something as simple as what does what does an awesome life look like? And I'm just going to jot a few things down. That is something not maybe not everyone has done, but I think it's a wildly refreshing process. And isn't that exactly what we ask our students to do? Like if something is working in your school day, keep doing it. If it's not, figure out why it's not working. And then how can you replicate better days each day so our kids actually enjoy coming into the school? Yeah. No, For you're 100% sure. right. I mean, look, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to shout you out for a second because even if people are following on, on Instagram, like they just get to see what, like what that can, cause I think it leads to fun too, right? I think it leads to a life that's for sure. So I think that's what comes through so evident on your Instagram feed is that this idea of like, what would this look like if it was exciting? Like, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I love that. I, I, it's just, it's so fulfilling to me as an educator and as a human being to just see people like, um, having fun in their life. Like I, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a family like that. Like my, my dad worked as a pipe fitter for 40 years, you know, for mm. a, for a oil company. Like I never heard him say his work was fun, but like yeah. having, and, and I don't think that it couldn't have been. Um, but I think it's like watching folks, here's what it is. It is the fact that your ordinary is somebody else's extraordinary. Mm. And we'll share these things online and we get to see people making extraordinary lives to themselves out of ordinary days. I just think that that's really fun. So anyway, yeah. I think you're doing that really, really well. And it, it's, it's inspiring. And you are too. And truly, if people want to hang out with you because your interactions with your students, like just the kind of the rapport that you have with them, which is so evident by their like cuts that they make to you and the things they're like, Oh, yeah. Mr. Reynolds, it's so funny to watch. And I love it because I think it's raw and relatable. Where can people hang out with you on social? Uh, so if you just type, uh, it's real rap with Reynolds everywhere, which is really just, um, how my students say real talk, right? So like if they're having mm -hmm. a real rap with Reynolds, they're having a real conversation. Mm -hmm. And so it has nothing to do with me being a hip hop artist, but, uh, so yeah, Real Rap with Reynolds on all social media networks uh, and realrapwithreynolds.com is where you can find all of our stuff. 
CJ is just such a nice, genuine guy who truly is doing incredible things for kids in his classroom on a daily basis. You're gonna definitely wanna check him out on social media and follow him on all of his super fun Instagram stories. Now, throughout this episode, we talked a number of times about leveling up our teacher game and leveling up our life. We talked about things that can be game changers for us as educators. In fact, I wanna personally invite you to an online course that starts on February 1st called Game Changers. This is a 21-day virtual environment where awesome teachers like you are going to get filled up with so many strategies, lessons, and ideas on how to motivate, engage, and love our teacher life. If you're struggling getting kids to participate, this course is for you. If you're struggling to get students to engage in the learning process, this course is for you. If you, as an individual, are struggling to get your momentum, then this course is for you. It is at a super affordable teacher price, plus you can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credit for your participation. It is virtual, so it's flexible, but I also go live in the course three times during the three weeks so you can get your questions answered in a live dynamic environment. You can check out this Game Changers course at monicagenta.com courses. That's monicagenta com slash courses. I would love to spend February with you so you can help to create those game-changing moments for your students. Be sure to get registered at monicagenta.com slash courses so February and the rest of the year can be a game-changer. I hope this podcast has been a game-changer for your week. Don't forget to click subscribe so these weekly episodes can get automatically downloaded so you are ready to listen and have those fantastic audio moments whenever you're ready. I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast, but more importantly, I want to thank you for living this teacher life.